0: Hey, this is Rob and I am currently in New Orleans. I'm in the French Quarter. But I stepped away, oh oh man. As the train goes by, I'm saying I stepped away to get to a little bit quieter spot down by the water as the trolley rolls past. But I stepped away because I want to share with you a couple thoughts on life, creativity, change, and comfort. Over the past couple days, I found myself in a couple conversations that reminded me of a life theory I have. I think right off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of a name. What do I want to call it? I think I would call it the compression of comfort. Uh, But before I dive into that, this, is the very first episode of a series that I'm going to be calling Let's Cheers. And here's the deal. If you haven't been following along with the podcast, if this is your first time listening, I am currently on the road with music for the next, essentially till the end of 2019. Pause for another trolley. (laughs) Maybe this isn't the quietest spot. Uh, But I had... I had this question, this curiosity, when it comes to you and me, relationships in general, and social media. Maybe, maybe I'm alone in this. But tell me if you've ever found yourself in this scenario: you run into a friend that you haven't seen in over a year, and as you're talking with the first few minutes, oh man, it's so good to see you! I feel like I feel like I've seen you. It's somebody ends up saying, I feel like I've seen you. I feel like I've known uh, what you've been up to in life, but I just now realized I haven't seen you in a year. Uh, I have this false sense of us hanging out, but I just am realizing now I haven't seen you in forever. I haven't made time for us to get together. Man, I find myself having those situations all the time. And it's even more exaggerated when you're on tour with music. It's easy to find myself in a van, just scrolling through social media, in a green room, Uh, and feeling like I'm connecting with others, but actually uh, being isolated in a room by myself. So what would happen if I use social media purely with the goal to meet up with as many people as possible all over the US? I'm gonna document the journey here on the podcast and on social media. If you want to keep up to date with it, if you wanna see if I'm gonna be in a city where you're at, head over to my personal website, therobmorgan.com slash let's cheers, and there's a map and the list of everywhere over the US I'm gonna be. We leave New Orleans, as soon as I'm done recording this, we leave New Orleans, head over to Houston, from there we're up to Denver, then down the West Coast, and then through the Midwest and over to the East Coast for the second leg. I would love to meet up with you if at all possible. So hit me up, all my contact info is over there, and I'd love to see if we can make something happen. Okay, about this compression of comfortability, check this out. I was on a flight two days ago from Minneapolis into Nashville, and I found myself sitting next to a gal named Jennifer on my flight, and as we got into conversation, she went on to essentially tell me her entire life story, telling me how that she was originally from Indiana, but she moved to Nashville about five years ago because of a rehab program that she had heard there. She went there to get sober, to get clean, and she knew that she needed to leave her friends, Uh, and her community and the scene and the circle, everything that was surrounding her in Indiana. So she moved to Nashville and she was going on to tell me about how amazing this community was of friends and relationships she had built here and how her new life had enabled her through this rehab program to get clean. Just kept talking about how amazing Nashville was. Had a great conversation, didn't really think anything of it, landed in Nashville. And later that evening, I found myself in a 25-minute Uber ride with a guy named Chris. And I was talking to him about life. I was like, okay, are you from here? I have so many friends in Nashville. Uh, I've realized that nobody's really from Nashville. It's one of the fastest-growing cities in the U.S. And I was, I was kind of joking with him. I was like, okay, you say you're from Nashville, but nobody's really from Nashville. Where are you from? What's your, uh, where are you from? What are you, what's your story? But he was like, actually, you know what? I, I am from Nashville, uh, born and raised but about seven years ago I left Nashville to go to Texas where there was a rehab Center because I needed to get clean. I was like, that's fat. Okay, this is fascinating. Tell me more about it. He said, Yeah, I just felt like the scene I found myself in Nashville, uh, the friends I had, the community I was around, uh, there's no way I was going to break out of that lifestyle unless I left. So this guy goes on to tell me about how his scene, his circle, his relationships, his friendships in Nashville were actually holding him back from getting clean and sober, from living. No, I don't know. I don't know what kind of, whatever language I don't know what kind of language you and you use, but it took leaving. It took getting out of this space that he grew up in that he's comfortable with, this place that he's known his entire life, the friends he had. That man it's so hard. He had to get completely out. Not just make new friends in town, but fully get the hell out of there go to this rehab center and start over. And then, once he did that, he was able to go back to Nashville, he made new friends, he still didn't stay in contact with the scene he was in originally, and he went on to tell me how he he's, feels like he's looking at Nashville through different eyes. He's, his relationships, his man, this is so crazy. The, uh, the comparisons of this, his relationships with his nephew, uh, he was saying it's never been better with his brother. They finally rekindled, uh, they finally reconnected. And I found myself thinking about the comparison between these two people. One person had to move to Nashville to get out of their scene and their circle and their comfort zone with the hopes of living a better life living living to their fullest potential, their fullest badass, embracing their full badass self. Now I know, by the way, I know that I'm totally, uh, I'm skimming over this. I'm I'm making something lighthearted that's as heavy as rehab and I know there's so much more to it than like, oh, you know, breaking out of your friendships. But someone had, she had to move to Nashville to start again and this guy had to move away from Nashville to start again. I, th- I was thinking about that and I was fascinated by the thought that how often in my life I get stuck with the thought of focusing on the wrong thing i focus on ah, here's an example six months ago i gave up one of the most lucrative musical situations it was a steady gig in town and i completely gave it up for the unknown i talked about that in an earlier podcast so i won't get into it here but for at least a couple months I realized that I was actually had been focusing on the wrong thing and putting my energy mentally towards thinking that, you know, it's actually this gig. I need to get out out of this gig and I need to move on and find a better situation in life. And I was almost making about what it was that I was leaving. It wasn't until a few months later that I realized, actually, this gig Uh, This situation that I left actually has nothing to do with me and feeling fulfilled and feeling like I'm moving towards my own future badass self and the right thing for me. It has actually nothing to do with that. It was actually about the comfort that I found in that. I was becoming lazy. I I knew what it took. I knew what I had to do. I showed up with the same people every week. Uh, and I did my thing, but I wasn't pushing myself. I got really lazy. And so I think what it was is that I found myself a few months later in a conversation as I was had stepped out of that gig, they had stepped into it. A thing that I had been doing for around 10 years it was the first time they had ever done it. And I got to see that gig that I had kind of gotten crusty towards or lackadaisical, uh, I had just taken for granted. I got to see it through their eyes, Be- the same exact situation, the same exact place. For me, it was time to move on, but for the other person, it was the perfect thing. And I started to realize that it was kind of like a compression. Uh, in music, for any musicians listening, you know, a compressor, it pulls down the highs and it pulls up the lows to make everything a little bit more even. It kind of smooths out the peaks and valleys when you're recording something. Pause for another trolley. And I realized what was actually happening is that I had become comfortable I knew that my bills were going to be paid, so it, it compressed those lows and those the, the risks of life, all the risks uh, of worrying about. Okay, I don't know where the next gigs coming from. I don't know work. Where, I don't know where work is coming from next month. Those things that we as artists deal with on a regular basis, I didn't have to worry about that because those risks were compressed. But what I didn't realize is that by staying in a place that I knew I was personally supposed to move on from, uh, it was actually compressing the peaks of my creativity and my own personality, I guess. And I realized, looking backwards, that yes, the risks had been averted. A life of playing music wasn't as risky uh, because I had this steady, comfortable gig, but also the promise of my full badass potential was being compressed too. And I think a lot of the confusion about all this comes from comparing ourselves and our journey to other people's. When we look at someone else and we say, oh man, they're doing this, they, maybe they just moved to Nashville for music. Oh man, they're crushing it. They're living in their own fullest potential. I want, I want to be doing that too. We get confused and think, well, I need to go to Nashville because that's the right thing for them. I want to be crushing it. Nashville will change my life. But really, in actuality, it's embracing the unknown. You know, it's embracing the thought in your gut that says, you know, this was the right thing for me at the time, uh, but it's time for me to move on. And the crazy thing about that is, for me, I found so much freedom by embracing that thought, not making it about whatever the situation was that you're leaving and not blaming that for all your problems in life. But for me, when I embraced this idea of movements and the idea that just blind comfortability is one of the most dangerous things that we can fall into as artists and creative people, it was only then that I could actually look backwards and celebrate that season of my life. I'm looking backwards right now, and yes, it's still, I would not go back um, to the position I was before. But for the first time in like 10 years, I can look back and I can say, oh, man, you know what? That was the right thing for me. Let's celebrate that season of my life. Uh, Just as right now, I'm going to look back where I'm at uh, and hopefully be able to celebrate this season. I'm on tour. uh, I'm away from the comforts of home and I love it. Uh, It's the right place. For right now, I know I can't spend the rest of my life doing this. I can't. I know this "let's cheers" thing isn't gonna be happening for the next 10 years of my life. It's only gonna happen for the next couple months. I'm gonna embrace the unknown, uh, kind of like this road trip, I guess. I've got a destination. We're headed to Houston today. Yeah, I still have intentionality of where we're going today, but I'm keeping myself open to the unknown, open to that last-minute exit we might want to take seeing someone on the side of the road I could have never planned on, and maybe swinging by. Uh, So, wherever you are at, I hope that you are embracing the unknown. May, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe be comfortable, but not complacent, and may your journey be pulling you currently to your most badass potential. Okay, gotta head out, heading to Houston. No idea what tomorrow will look like but I'm open to it. Uh, I'll see you back here on the podcast. Let's cheers. Man, get a hold of me. If I'm going to be near you, I'd love to get together. Have a great rest of your day and as always, stay curious.